to the Organizers Podcast, episode number three. I'm Corey Moss. And I'm Sergey Chernyshev. And this is the podcast where we talk about our experience in running meetups and events here in New York City. Uh, this time we're going to be talking about charging money and uh, what you might do with any money that you, you do earn with your events. Uh, so, Sergey, you were actually the one who insisted initially when I first started my meetup that I should charge. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me again why. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I let me tell you the story about how I started to charge first. Basically, um, being a geek technologist and you know open source guy, doing it for the greater good and all of that, I kind of was against charging. It didn't feel right, um, you know. Uh, but. Uh, and I, I heard a few people saying that around, and then kind of I realized that the people who are saying that are actually kind of not the people who actually value what I'm creating. You know, they're not valuing community. So basically, um, they didn't show up. They you know didn't contribute. I mean it. It kind of didn't work. They didn't value what we were, uh, the events themselves. The events so, themselves sort of had no value in their eyes. Yeah, kind of. It was like, oh, I, you know, I can go drink beer or come here, or, you know, free pizza sometimes is good too. You know, it kind of, kind of weird. And uh, uh, I changed my mind because, frankly, I started to pay for some groups I go to. You know, and. Uh, the, those that I paid for had the most value in them. You know, they were done better. They were, you know, uh, people who ran them were responsible, more responsible. Kind of, it was it was properly organized. You know, mm-hmm. yep. and um, one of the biggest challenges I had until I started to charge was show up rate. Basically, people didn't show up. Yep. They RSVP. It's easy to RSVP. You know, Meetup.com. Just click yes, and that's it. Yep. And then they didn't show up at all. Uh, and I believe at, at the beginning, my show up rate was about like 35%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was pretty hard considering that you need to organize the venue, find the, you know, uh, make sure, you know, that your venue, if you're organizing for like 50 people, 35% is what, 16? Yeah, yep. That's kind of low. You know, people, I mean, venue, Especially if you are rent, uh, like uh, you know doing that in a restaurant where they, they rely on you bringing people and paying for for drinks, you know, yep, yep. you are in big trouble. But uh, even for uh, you, you go through all of that um, uh, trouble again to organize to find the venue that fits fifty people, and then only fifteen show up. Yep, that's kind of doesn't work. So it was for me, it was like the greatest motivation, you know. Charge minimal fee, and uh, uh, people will actually, you know, be more responsible. They paid for it. You know, first of all, only those who actually care will pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, five dollars, for example, is not a lot. It's not like you will turn away people who um, who came and were valuable members but don't want to pay. You right, know, right. Hopefully, you provide enough value for it. Yeah. Uh, starting with pizza, for example. <laughs> well, so my experience was I started with, I, I had a few of them that were free. Um, I feel like that was a, 
a good experience because that way I didn't feel like I was on the hook. You know, what if they didn't provide value? What if people had a bad reaction? Um, you know, and, and or initially, you know, you worry that only three people show up. And for my first few, I only had about six people show up. And so it felt, you know, I'm glad that I didn't charge, I guess. And it's, you know, maybe it's the freemium model of meetups or whatever, but, um, or, uh, or the drug dealer that gives you a first free taste. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, then, uh, then I, I liked your suggestion because as soon as I started charging, um, just like you said, immediately my, um, at least I, I had a few, there, there were a few fewer people that it would actually RSVP, but more of the people who RSVP'd overall showed up. So yeah, the total numbers for me didn't drop almost at all, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, uh, that was worth it. I mean, so it was really more about for for both for both of us. It sounds like it was really more about motivation uh, than you know the need for money. What do you you charge five bucks, ten bucks? Yeah, I charge five dollars for both of my events, uh, and I'm you know I was thinking about ten dollars, but I found some other ways to make money, so uh, it kind of wasn't as much of an issue considering you know um, I kind of. Uh, do my work for free so right right yeah i think it's definitely a consideration to um uh something we haven't really talked about but um and we're going to talk in a minute about about some of the expenses that that you can accrue um but definitely i think it 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 does help to pick a price point to sit down and figure out what your expenses are going to be um so that you can um you can decide how much you're going to charge. I also charge five bucks. I think it, again at your suggestion, and and right now I'm pretty comfortable with that. Like 25 people walking through the door, five bucks. You know, um, a, a few of them comped or a few of them the presenters or whatever. I usually, you know, bring in about a hundred bucks per event. Um, and when I get to the point when uh, I'm going to start, you know, have offering more. Um, or and or accruing more expenses, uh, I, I feel like I'll, I'll raise my price, and I think people will be be fine with that. But it feels like five dollars is a pretty good starting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what did you uh, what did you find with um, did you did you ever try charging at the door, or did you only ever ask for money online when people RSVP? Yeah, I was kind of thinking of uh, like charging at the door, but then I realized that my reasoning for it is actually not that. I mean, my my reasoning is that people show up. By the time they're at the door, they already showed up, so I, I don't worry that much. <laughs> I actually I actually do have probably a couple people who, uh, you know, uh, who sneak in and mm-hmm. crash the party, uh, <laughs> and I know them. Uh, but I don't think I should confront them, you know, because after all, you know, that's my point. They need to show up, and yeah. uh, I achieved the goal. Yep, you you'd know. rather them uh, show up, and even if they don't pay the five yeah. bucks. Yeah, I kind of don't want that to be official and all, so people who pay don't, you know, don't feel bad about it. But um, and probably will kind of confront them at some point just to say, hey guys, what do you do? Yeah. It's not good. All right, uh, all right, I'll start paying. Jeez. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, they will not show up anymore, but, you know, uh, kind of, um, there are probably like, I probably one or maybe two people and yep. that's it. I actually had, uh, I was working with a venue that, it was a theater, and they actually hire somebody to work at the door and and that person just comes with every event, mm-hmm. and so and also they wanted to 
keep tabs on the number of people who walk through the door because they they you know uh, kept some of the money like that oh, was that was how they got their fee they didn't ask me to pay anything but they mm-hmm. they took some of the proceeds uh, which I was fine with I mean it was a great place yeah. um, but so um, so it was an experience because it it wound up undermining the point that you just made so. Uh, I, I started charging, but I had to charge at the door, so people still wouldn't show up because they said, oh, well, I, I haven't paid anything yet. Um, and so my numbers actually dropped more because people said, well, you know, I'm debating about going, oh, well, I it's it, oh, yeah, it's going to be five bucks when I get there. I haven't paid yet. Screw it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, so I talked to them. I pointed out that, you know, just by joining the meetup group, they can see clearly how many people RSVP'd. So they can see clearly <laughs> how many people charge yeah, paid yeah. five bucks, um, and then they were fine with with changing it. And the person at the door just basically checked names off of the list that I printed out when I got there, um, and and everything worked out just fine. So um, so I had a pretty clear, uh, you know, basically tested that exact theory, and sure enough, you know, it's it proved true. So yeah, um, again mentioning the organizers, uh, meetup organizers meetup, and uh, Nestor who organized it. He he shared a few interesting uh, uh, points, and basically I got a, an idea from him. What is the reasoning for uh, for um, charging? Um, and uh, he organizes quite a few events in bars and uh, places where. You need to kind of compensate the venue in, um, you know, with the drinks and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the ways to do so is to um, is to um, basically sell on the meetup, sell the ticket, which includes a drink. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, so it basically it will be kind of a small fee plus it will be a ticket, uh, a drink. I'm sorry. And when they come in. You know, they will, they will, not showing up, they will lose a little more, but they clearly understand the value of what they're paying for as that's well. That's cool. Yeah, they get, they get extra value. So yeah, yeah. yeah because, like they, the, because they will buy a, t- a drink anyway, right? Yep. So why not to, why not to kind of make it very open to them and uh, all that? Yeah, it's sort of like the, you know, the comedy clubs that will charge you a ticket, but it comes with a couple of drinks or, Mm-hmm. Um, or that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah that, that makes a lot of sense. That's cool. I like that idea. Yeah. I also like having uh, meetups at a place where they actually have drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes it kind of, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, when when it, it's like some kind of hard topic or whatever people might be just doze off if it's if they drink too much true <laughs> well but the, i mean on the other hand some of the uh some of the better meetups that i've gone to were where people had a drink or two were able to relax and so the the audience got a little more interactive which made it probably less fun for the presenters but definitely more fun for uh for the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true. anyway so that's a good segue into um some of the some of the expenses that you might accrue um you know, in in organizing a meetup, um, so I don't know. I don't know if you know, but did Nestor have to pay for the drinks or like guarantee a minimum or anything like that? Yeah, I believe he had some minimum guarantee. Uh, minimum he had to guarantee, uh, or maybe after after a few events, they kind of realized it's uh, he, it's not a problem for him, and 
um, basically when you redeem the ticket, yes, he he had to pay for for those. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he had he bought an, a certain number of of drinks up front or whatever. Yeah, and maybe and maybe he he had to pay for each ticket that they presented at the bar. You know. Yep. Yep. So you know, so there there's one good example of expense. The other thing that um, that we I think we've even talked about this, but basically, if you're doing a meetup after work, uh, you know, during a work day, uh, you have to provide food. People oh, yes. show up, they're hungry, uh, they get grumpy. <laughs> no, they actually don't show up. Or they don't show <laughs> if, up. <laughs> if they don't know, actually, if they don't know that the food will be there, quite a lot of people will not come because, you know, uh, you're competing with, uh, you know, their own home with their wife waiting with the food on the table, you know, imagine how hard it is yep. uh, for, I mean, judging by my own experience, I can tell you every time I go to the meetup and I'm hungry, I, I have all, all of that imagined and I'm like, hmm, yep. you know. Yeah, so. I, I mean, a little aside here, but like the best, you know, I mean, we did talk about in the first episode, um, you know, how you should go to other meetups. And again, here's a, a perfect example, you know, go to other meetups experience it notice how you feel <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and then, exactly and then just you know it helps you run a better meetup so yeah. um so food and drinks um i know you provide uh those fancy meetup name tags oh yes yes um, so what you said that <laughs> you said those are pretty cheap though actually you know uh, there are there are two reasons for name tags first of all i bought i bought those like regular name tags that you buy like um just where you use a marker on right and mm-hmm. uh you know um again nestor's suggestion use some colorful markers and it was a good you know icebreaker when people come you can say hey pick any color and all that you know so yep. people, people feel good about about you know joining at all and um and uh by the way you need to buy thick markers so people can see <laughs> yep. what what others wrote on their name tags. That's a great point. You know, but it kind of was um, uh, kind of a lot of hassle. Moreover, I had to make sure I have enough name tags every time. And uh, there was another reason. There was no way to say uh, to see who did sign in and who didn't, because you only those who came uh, wrote their name and they. Walked away with their name tag, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> or threw it away in the garbage. Yep. You know, and um, actually, uh, Meetup.com folks uh, suggested, uh, or I saw it on on one of the meetups that uh, Greg Wallen, their CTO, organizes, uh, that he just printed out uh, the name tags on the on the laser printer. You know, uh, right from Meetup.com. Oh yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that, and it helps a lot. First of all, it takes you like two minutes to do that. Um, if you have a printer, obviously, and you need to buy those name tag kind of templates. Right, right. Um, but then uh, it it makes it much faster for people to take their name tag and just grab it and put it on their clothes. You know, mm-hmm. yep. instead of rice sitting there writing. And most importantly, you can see who didn't show up because their name tags will stay there. Yeah, I think that's such a neat idea. Because you're, you're basically printing out an attendance sheet and people are checking their names off by taking their name tags. 
exactly and and that works very very well there are some people who kind of show up late or who are rsvp like five minutes before you left uh with your name tags printed you know yep. um and stuff like that but uh, overall that works much better and especially when your when your group grows and amount of rsvp checking you need to do kind of goes up yep <laughs> yeah. yep i just do it on the cheap i went and bought um just mailing labels um, and it was like six bucks or something for I don't even know a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Know, more than more than I or or plenty that I will use uh, in a for a long time, and um, you know. So if you don't want to go all fancy like Sergey here, you can, uh, you know, just go buy some stickers. Basically, I'll give you even even uh, more hands-on or whatever do-it-yourself way, uh, which I saw at um, uh, NYC Resistor and make NYC events that were ran in there, um, they just use um, masking tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just masking <laughs> tape. You just cut off, and it, it already f- felt very well in that environment because it was about all DIY. Yep. You know, yep. but um, but it works very well. I actually used it first time around, and the people were like, oh, cool. You know? That's funny. That's a, that <laughs> yeah. is a, actually a good idea. And you can put, uh, your name can be as long as you want it to be better. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well, and um, at, um, what is it? Oh, Creative uh, creative Mornings, the, the occasion, the monthly uh, early Friday morning meetups run by uh, Tina from the Swiss Miss blog, she actually does custom questions as icebreakers. So, uh, and then she just prints them out on normal paper and you actually just use a safety pin to pin it to your clothing. But she'll mm. actually put a, put a question on there. You know, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? And she asks for your Twitter handle and then your answer. And she actually goes around and photographs them and puts them on her website. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so even cheaper than stickers or masking tape probably is, you know, just printing out sheets and sheets of paper. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so so there are a couple of expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I thought of was uh, if you have a separate website. Um, so meetup.com is great for stuff that's coming up in the future, uh, but they don't offer a lot as far as, I mean, in the discussion boards and whatnot, you can post, you know, notes and videos and things from the past. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel much like a, like an archive. Uh, so for, for noteworking, for my meetup, I actually started a whole separate blog under noteworking.com. And I don't, I don't even, at this point, post upcoming events, but I do post the videos, the edited videos and whatnot from, from events that have gone by. Um, and for, for some people, you know, that's going to be an extra expense, you know, five bucks a month for hosting. And uh, if you need somebody to set up... Um, you know, set up software so that you can edit it or design you a website or what have you. Um, yeah. I mean, a free alternative, you know, use Tumblr or Posterius or, you know, there are services out there. But um, if you do end up maintaining your own website, that's going to cost you something. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, especially if, uh, you know, um, if you need some, whatever, I, I don't know what the, what the group is about, but... Uh, um, you can do, you know, some special archives or uh, videos and audio are primarily the main to- content. Um, but by the way, if you are uh, trying to build that archive to reuse or maybe resell or maybe, uh, you know, attract online audience as well, 
you might not want to put it on free ho video hosting or audio hosting for that matter. You, you have to pay just for all those assets uh, just to host them as well. Yeah. Not, on, not only a website, but the actual media. And yeah. and uh, and the editing and recording sometimes. Uh, if you've got to bring in somebody, um, either, hopefully you've got a camera, you know somebody with a camera, but if you need somebody to edit those videos for you, that's going to cost you something too. Oh, yes. And trust me, if you can find a volunteer in your group to do that, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, but if you don't, it is pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. And trust me, it's very hard to do it while you are organizing. Oh, you know, totally. totally. I, I still, to this moment, looking for a ways to fund this process because it just doesn't work out very well, you know, um, yep. especially when you want a decent quality and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Another one, uh, another expense that kind of uh, uh, pretty interesting is you actually have to pay for meetup.com to host your, your group. Yep, that's true. And um, it's not a lot of money, uh, but it's still, you know, kind of money that are out of your pocket. And when you pay whatever, $72 for six months, I believe I pay, I'm paying, maybe I'm wrong. No, yeah, that's, that sounds right to me too. Yeah. Um, it's still $72, you know. And um, one in important topic here, important thing about this fee is that um, it kind of, helps you uh, say it to the group when there are questions of why you're charging. Yep. Oh, because Meetup is not free. They're doing great service. They're worth uh, the money that you're paying, but we need to pay for it, right? Yep. And you kind of uh, show people that, uh, you know, um, this is a reasonable fee. You know, there are the right expenses that are kind of normal. And Meetup.com fees kind of, for some reason, uh, work very well when you say, "Hey, these are like meetup.com fees," which yep. uh, I, I, you never, you never, you never thought you, we are paying for it, but organizers actually do. So that's what, here we go. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I've actually used that before. I usually just say the you know between the food and and meetups fees. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know that's why I charge, and and I've never really had any people have been curious. Nobody's ever really worried too much about it. Yeah, um, people, uh, yeah, but uh, sometimes you know you, you cannot just uh, you know uh, especially it comes up when you didn't charge before and then you start charging. That's true. Yep. You that's know very true. when some people go away and you know some people or if you ask the audience uh, you know should we charge how do you feel about it which I don't uh, I kind of don't feel you should. I agree. Um, on 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 one hand, yeah, democracy and all, and kind of <laughs> asking asking people for everything is good. But on the other hand, people rely on you, yeah, or or a team of organizers to to run the group and kind of the fewer decisions they need to make to to attend, the better, you right. know. And they will love you for that. Like he or she, she's the person who handles it all, you know. Yeah. Well, and and most, I mean. You know, most people individually having a conversation are going to say, yeah, of course you should charge, and I have no problem paying five bucks. But collectively, everybody, of course, is going to say, no, you shouldn't charge because they're looking around the room and, um, you know, it's it's what the, everybody feels like they should say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody wants everything for free. It so. actually depends on the audience, but, um, sure, sure. you know, because, uh, again, when you're talking about open source software or something, yeah, people are like, oh, open source. Open source <laughs> is about free as a beer. 
and uh, in reality it is not but uh, <laughs> but people kind of forget about it yep. you know yep. and uh, oh you are you know trying to make money on us oh, come on money this these are not money i'm making not right? at five bucks a person <laughs> exactly <laughs> are you uh, are you paying for any promotion um, I'm not paying for like uh, for any mailing list or anything like that. Although I heard some people do, yep. you know. Uh, but um, I definitely pay for like swag and for um, uh, for some stickers for business cards. Business cards for sure, you know, where you go and you need to promote the group uh, yourself. You need to at least give a business card to somebody with yep. your group's URL. It, by the way, my first business cards didn't have my own. Uh, contacts they just had the url of the group <laughs> you know that's funny. Uh, well that's yeah. i mean yeah i'm actually um i'm i'm starting to work with uh a couple of other people who are going to help me run my meetup mm-hmm. and so i'm actually making business cards that are basically just flyers you know they don't yep. they don't have our personal information on it um they just uh say the name of the meetup and uh, and a domain name, so that way we can actually just write stuff on the back if we want our name on it or mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. So, no, I I actually print for social media meetup. Uh, my last batch of cards, I did print my name on it because people kind of like, hey, I wanted to contact you, and kind of uh-huh. they kind of feel weird about it. Depends on uh, kind of what kind of contacts you're looking for. If you're looking for just these uh, for attendees. To give it away to attendees, yes, you don't need a name, not necessarily. Sure. But if you're looking to give this to speakers, for example, you kind of need a name on it. For, um, yeah, for those, I figure, you know, it's, I'm going to be jotting my name down on the back, and/or, I mean, if they're if they're looking to present, I'm going to be I'm going to re- be reaching out to them based on their business card. So. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, you might want to create some scarcity too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of swag do you, you said you get? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, um, uh, um, I I did print some labels, uh, some early days, but uh, then I went to the conference where I needed to promote the group, and I just printed T-shirts for myself. Oh nice! Uh, so I was just wearing my promotion on myself, uh, and I think it worked very well. <laughs> I, cool. I had some, I had some, you know, funny T-shirts. That kind of uh, everyone like, hey, what is the, what does it say? I, it, it's about web performance, so it was like a waterfall chart that everyone at that conference understood, and there, nobody else did. You know? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, and like, and uh, you know, some fun around that, plus like a group logo and all of that. So right. I think it worked very well. Um, and recently, I printed some um, some buttons actually with the group group logo. Mm-hmm. So and uh, just put them at the table on the table so people were grabbing them and uh, uh, a few people walked out with the uh, buttons on their backpacks. So cool. Uh, I'm also pr- hoping to print some more like labels so people put them on laptops and stuff. So gotcha. Um, oh, stickers, you mean? Um, kind of yeah, yeah, stickers, yeah. Cool. Those are that's a great idea. Yeah. Because it uh, help them promote promote the meetup for you. Yep. Yeah, I am thinking about printing T-shirts for everybody, but unfortunately, it is pretty expensive. That's so really expensive. Yeah, That's I'm looking. I'm looking for maybe partnering with some sponsors to to do that. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, from back and in my my music days, go. You know, I love swag. I have more buttons than I can count. The, even the ones that I've made. You know, for every project I've ever done, every band I've ever been in, that kind of stuff. Because it's buttons are cheap and easy. Um, 
and uh, and as are stickers. When you get into things like T-shirts or tote bags or whatever, it it it's, that stuff starts to add up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, and like it's probably worth it, and maybe you can uh, you know subsidize some of that by users' money to not give them away for free, but just kind of, hey, who wants T-shirts? Let's let's raise some money together mm-hmm. you know. or doing them at cost yeah yeah uh, stuff like that uh, yeah considering that I'm probably not making money off of it um, yep. uh, although you can to fund future events you know and stuff like that it's yep. it's not it's not bad to make money off of it it's kind of Remember, we talked about motivation. Another yes. part for you is kind of after a year or two, you, or even six months, you need to keep your motivation going, and uh, money sometimes help you justify <laughs> the justify the endless hours you spend on organizing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The thankless hours that you spend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes people don't realize how much it goes into it, and um, you know. Yep. Uh, those little money that uh, drip on your uh, PayPal and Amazon accounts kind of uh, help out. Sure, make help you feel out. a little better. Yeah, yeah. Well, so me personally, I'm I'm still planning on doing a an annual conference, something a little bigger than just a meetup mm-hmm. uh, later this year. So I'm actually facing a couple of sort of larger expenses. I found that, you know, I mean, we've talked about a bunch of things here for, for our monthly meetups, but for the most part, the expenses aren't, you know, aren't overwhelming. Um, but I am facing, uh, with doing a, a larger uh, conference, uh, a couple of other things. One is um, actually paying a, a significant amount for a venue. Um, yeah. So having to rent, you know, a proper a proper venue for a full day. Um you know, can get, and depending on, you know, where you do that and how you do that, that can get pretty expensive. Um, and then the other thing that I'm looking at is um, uh, basically bringing in presenters that are that are more than just, you know, people I know around town coming, stopping by after work, like actually bringing people in from out of town. So I'm, I'm expecting to have to, to pay for uh, transportation and accommodations and, you know, treat them to a meal or two. So when you get to the, the higher end stuff, um, you know, it, it, it definitely can get expensive and, and, yeah. um, you know, but, but by comparison, naturally, I'm, I'm obviously going to be charging a lot more than five bucks a head for, you know, an all day full blown conference with, with lunch included and, uh, or multiple meals included and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, um, I know that big conferences, sometimes they don't really pay for your, unless you are the top speaker or keynote, uh, they don't pay for you to come and don't pay for your accommodation and transportation, but they give you tickets for free, right. you know, uh, which at big conferences costs a lot, yep. you know. Um, but uh, in reality, uh, sometimes even for monthly meetups, uh, you need to subsidize speakers as well because, um, for example, uh, my June 23rd meetup um, this year, uh, uh, some promotion. little plug there. <laughs> A little plug there. Uh, although I think it's almost sold out by now. <laughs> Which meetup? Is that the social media one? No, it is actually a web performance meetup. Oh, okay. we, we have Nicole Sullivan com, uh, coming to New York to talk about uh, object-oriented CSS. Oh, cool. Um, she's a world-class speaker. She she speaks at Velocity Conference and uh, about this stuff. So, um, so uh, for her to travel extra extra time is a lot kind of burden so I was able to f- to uh, find sponsors to sub- subsidize some travel which help, will hopefully help her um, you know uh, 
feel a little better about doing extra extra flight and extra dinner and kind of all of that uh, sure. stuff. So, um, sure. So uh, at some point you might want to bring, like even if you don't pay speakers or don't pay them in full, you might want to subsidize some of them. Yep. Um, especially if you have sponsors. Well, and even, yeah, I had a, a, a guy come up from uh, D.C. to present. And he was doing it, you know, out of the goodness of, of his own heart. He really, he's, he's a musician uh, and a lawyer and, and deals as a lawyer for musicians and, and just loved mm-hmm. the, the idea of the group and whatnot so much that he just, he, he said, let me come, give me an excuse to hang out with my nephew and meet with a couple of clients and I'll come present. I'd love to. Um, and so, you know, so I didn't need to compensate him in any way, but was happy to take him out for dinner beforehand, you know, and buy him, treat him to, treat him to a meal, you know, just as a thank you. And, you know, and, and the meetup paid for that. And, and I have, I'm actually happy with how it all worked out because everybody loved him as a presenter, you know, so, um, so I think that was cool. Yeah. Some, some presenters sometimes, you know, have their own marketing budgets, especially if it's like kind of commercial undertaking or whatever um, they have marketing budgets and they kind of uh, they treat it as a commercial speaking and stuff so yep. um, or self-promotion I know a lot of yeah. people just use it as you know it, it is a business expense for them if their job requires them to do some self-promotion to get their own name out there so exactly exactly but but uh, a lot of times uh, you know uh, you need to kind of find people who are Kind of world class and who, who yep. need to fly in and uh, yeah that's a trouble. And by the way, venues um, depending on the type of a venue you like for some types of meetups there is no way to find a free venue. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, kind of you have to do it in the bar or uh, you know Starbucks is too small. You know, bar uh, bar is never free. Yeah. You know, and uh, well, and uh, if yeah, conference rooms don't work for like drinks and networking for example. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, you know, something that you and I are sort of at the outside of, but a lot of meetups have special requirements. If it's an ice skating meetup, oh, yeah. then then you need a, a you know, an ice, ice. skating rink. <laughs> you need, you need ice. ice, you know, and and so uh, you know, you might be able to partner with a with a you know a rink, or you know, I don't know. Uh, you know what's the Rockefeller Center or something, but yeah. um, you know more often than not, you know you may end up having to rent out, you know, a, a, a hockey rink or whatever for a couple of hours in order to have your meetup, and you know, and then I, I mean, most people would expect to to pay for that kind of rental anyway. So yeah, yeah, that's a good point, and uh, I know some uh, people run like opera meetups or um, or. Um, movie meetups, you know, so it kind of it's kind of obvious uh, part of uh, um, of the event where you all spend money together. I would yep. say yeah, <laughs> that's something good, you know. Uh, and then uh, all the all the social interaction is around that, you know, kind yep. of either either just for fun, <laughs> for spending money is fun, but um, or just after after the event, you kind of go to the dinner together or something like that. So right. Right. Yep. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And what about? Uh, you know, if there's any left, I mean, we, I think we sort of joked about this, but, uh, you know, compensation for ourselves. I think, you know, especially at our level, any money that, any extra money just goes back into the, to the groups. But uh, it's definitely, I'd, I'd say it's a goal of mine to, you know, eventually make some money off of, off of the, the meetups that I put on. Why not? 
Yeah, basically, um, uh, by the way, some people kind of cannot afford to do that just for free, you know, they, especially for uh, like people with uh, their own business like you, mm -hmm. right? where um, it eats up the business time, yep. you know, and yep. uh, they don't have like a fixed fixed time where they work and the more the more they run, the more they eat, you know, yep. the more they hunt, the more they eat, right? So, <laughs> um, and uh, I know a few successful uh, groups that actually make money to their organizers and allow them to kind of to have a baseline so they can do their business, you know, and I think it's it's okay. If you provide good value, you can charge more than obviously five dollars for that, sure. and um, and then uh, you will have uh, enough money saved. Um, Compensate. I mean, on the other hand, if you're altruistic group, kind of where uh, you know you do it for the greater good, and uh, although I'm not saying that people who charge twenty or thirty or fifty dollars do it for greater evil, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they they doing like they doing it for community more uh, more than for the, themselves sometimes. Sure. Uh, sure. But um, I think I think to what I would say to that is just make it very clear to your organization um, what what your expectations are you know or or be consistent don't paint a picture that you are uh, starting a you know I don't know you know stray dog uh, help organization and then pocket all the money yeah you know? yeah that's I think it's just good. you want to just be clear with people um, you know most most people are not going to have any problem with uh, you running a successful event, and if there is, you know, fifty, a hundred, who knows, a thousand dollars left over, why shouldn't you be compensated for your time and effort? Um, you know, you just want to then present it as a business and and be honest with people and and say, well, these are my expenses, and yeah, I, I, you know, if I'm lucky enough to have a little left over, I pay myself at the end of it. Um, but if you like I said, if you present yourself as a, uh, or you said like an altruistic or um, you know, volunteer organization, you know, don't, pocketing the money could, could definitely be frowned upon. You just want to be honest about that. Yeah. And by the way, uh, we are saying compensation pay yourself, but in reality, you know, when, when there is a big group, you might need to pay some other, some other people, you know, very uh, true. some other people who help you out and um, kind of, um, you know, make everything happen because uh, it's too much for one person to handle so even if you're just buying them beers afterwards <laughs> yeah even uh, even if you're buying them tickets to your event that's true you know? that's true yep. you know so it you know there, by the way there is always uh, um, you can always hire some interns or um, students uh, and they, they do need money so please if you if you need help uh, if you need any help with your group uh, please fund um, people who are trying to uh, learn the, you know, the ropes of the of your industry or whatever yep. your event is about, and um, help them. Kind of, uh, they will probably earn more from just being there. But uh, if you can pay them a little money. They will be incredibly grateful and, and help <laughs> and come back next time <laughs> and and help. I mean, they you know, you need uh, you need fresh blood and uh, like <laughs> people who are who are your supporters. You know, yeah. Uh, for for you, probably it will not be a big difference, but uh, for them, it will be all. It might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Well, that about covers it. Um, I think next time we're going to talk about sponsorships, so the, sort of the, the other side of the money. Yeah, kind of the way to get more money when you get kind of when you when you stand in your feet more stable. Yep. Yep. So until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been the Organizers Podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Intro music is provided by Fresh Body Shop under the Creative Commons license. Hosted by SoundCloud.com.